for our... Oh, it says it's recording on my end yes. too. Hello, oh, everyone. This is the, the video Zoom recording, and then I'm also doing the audio recording on GarageBand. I'm wishing right now I, I applied some makeup, but... Um, <laughs> I know, I need, better, I need better lighting. Yeah, we'll work on our lighting. My, um, my I did get my hair done. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, my dog's pillow has better lighting right there. Yeah, your dog. Cooper looks good. Yeah. So what's new? We have, you it's know. January 2021. Yep. We survived 2020. We can honestly we say that. Yay. Um, it's, the, it's already towards the end of the month, which is kind of ridiculous. I know. It's crazy. And um, across the border, we have a new president, which um, I right. think order is becoming back to normal and our our guest today actually has roots in the U.S. so oh okay that'll be yeah. so how, how are you feeling about um I know it seems kind of we were talking about the U.S. kind of political situation when we're Canadian but everything kind of trickles down anyway right mm -hmm. so how, how are you feeling about the new um the new president and his his team uh I'm feeling really good um I, I'm really excited about the team. I thought the inauguration was great. It was just ticked along. Um, and, and I think just, you know, he signed the agreements to get back on the, on the climate change and- He got, um, rid, of, he got rid of the, the Keystone pipeline. And I feel like he's just kind of going through things and restoring order, which has brought a sense of calm. And you can see that too in the stock market and and just that people are becoming calmer or it feels like it's becoming calmer. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to kind of wonder, okay, now where did all the, the evil go? Do you know what I mean? Like it bubbled to the surface. Is it just going underneath again for a while? Is it gonna come back up? That kind of thing, yeah. which is- I mean, yeah, there's always going to be a story. There's always going to be politics and, and stuff, but at least we don't have to listen to a rambling <laughs> lunatic and, you know, that was incredibly affecting people's lives. And, and also um, just getting on board with COVID and right. in the US and having like working on a COVID-19 plan for them and, and stuff like, I think that's, you know, it's, it's unfolding everywhere, but, it, you know, we have to be so mindful and, and have a plan around COVID-19. Sure. And, and I think, you know, now, like, I mean, you and I are, uh, you, you're in your house, I'm in my apartment, um, normally where we would record together. So because of what's happening here, it's uh, definitely, I think, um, yeah, definitely affecting everyone on a deeper level now, I would say. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we've been lucky too, because we're not a big, huge city and and we're not you know, people have been isolating and people have been sticking right. to their households. And there's a few people who will always break the rules. But yeah, now we're going to see the effect in Prince Rupert. People's families are going to be affected. Um, that hasn't really hit here yet. And and it's concerning, right? We all want to... For sure, safe. for sure. And I think um, especially for, and uh, I don't mean to kind of break apart or anything, but like for Indigenous families, for First Nations totally. families, uh, totally. you know, Family is everything. Family is, you know, uh, I haven't seen my parents for quite a while. And that is a mm -hmm. huge deal to me. You know, I, I see my yeah. 
siblings. I talk to my siblings on um, like our, our sibling chat and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing so much as not being able to see and touch and hug and kiss like mm. um, your family is, is a huge MF deal. So, yeah. which I think speaks to like some of the people who are, who may be kind of like breaking the COVID rules or, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? And is that their fault? Well, yeah, of course it is. But um, it, it's just I, a hard thing to wrap your head around. Yeah, and I, I really like the, um, you know, the comment that, you know, we don't know everyone's story and we don't. And right. and we just need to remind people and, and be kind and, and helpful. And, and yeah. even, you know, it, it's hard and we don't, we just want people to be safe. So Absolutely. I think we just have to all keep working on that. <laughs> How have you been keeping busy yourself? Um, well, I'm doing two courses for my master's right now. So that's mm-hmm. been keeping me busy. Um, my son is still playing hockey and sports. And so that's been keeping me busy. I've been walking. Um, I just got a bread maker, but I haven't cracked it open yet. But <laughs> oh my that's God, that's awesome. I know. Um, I'm going to be making like almond bread and stuff and see how it turns out. Right on. And yeah, just trying to stay busy. Netflix. Right. You know, doing some things around the yard. I'm going to paint. How about you? You've been Um, making cheesecakes, you little bugger. Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to get back into the kitchen. And um, I think how well, how I started the Cheesecake Fairy is giveaways. Like I was giving Mm. my my cheesecakes away for for feedback and all that kind of fun stuff and lately I've just been like well I haven't done it for a while so I did like a six inch giveaway uh, a mini giveaway um, a gluten-free sugar-free cheesecake giveaway so um, yeah it's kind of exciting kind of kind of fun to get back in the kitchen but Mm -hmm. uh, and I have my dream about you in a French bakery I kind of think it was like a vision, like you were in France, sneaking away. So if anyone in France is listening and (laughs) happen to own a bakery, call Russell. (laughs) Yeah, hook a sister up here. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, and you were really doing well in your pastries. I just want to say, like, you had it really going on in the pastry croissant division. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to keep more active. Um, Yes. The, and you've you've gone down in a chip bag size. Yes, my uh, Apple Watch has been prompting me to stay active, so I kind of took the January challenge, which was to kind of complete a certain amount of minutes of exercise. And I'm proud to say, like, what day is it now? Okay, so it's the 23rd, and um, I finished the challenge. So good for you. I've sick. decreased my my um, walking because I've had a really sore foot. I think I have plantar fasciitis or whatever. Um, but it's gotten better. I had to scale it back, and now I think I can gear back up. And I want us to do that Cabot Trail or whatever, where we get a we get a medal. Oh, what is that? I don't know. You sign up for something. I should be going to join this program soon. I don't know. You sign up and you 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 go on the Cabot trail and you complete a certain amount of kilometers, I think it's 187 kilometers and then they mail you a medal. Wow. So we have to do this. What, where, okay. What, what is Cabot a place? Like a ge- geographic? Yeah, I think it's in PEI. See, I don't know my geography right now. 
but we're going to do it, Russell. So, <laughs> well, there's that one. There's the one in, I think it's France and going into another country. I can't even remember. Uh, yeah. And then there's one in the States, the one, the, the Reese Witherspoon movie. Do you remember when she, she did all that walking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She did the Northwest Trail or whatever. Yeah, something like North that. Coast. Uh, holy, we need a geography lesson. I think our next guest should be in geography. <laughs> Um, but no, we've been keeping busy. I think that's good. And today, um, I guess our guest is coming on in two minutes. Yeah. And um, so we have Reverend Diana Edis with us today from the Lutheran Church. Okay. Awesome. Um, she's also my neighbor and she's fantastic. And she has some really cool um, inclusive practices. She's gone virtual. So can talk to her and about her ministry and right on so okay should I ask her do I ask you how do I address her do I say Diana Reverend Diana I think we ask her let's ask her let's ask her okay so we will see everyone else in a minute oh I'm so excited to be doing this hello yay hello hello um Welcome to Rainbow Nation. Um, today we have Pastor Diana Edis with us and we're very excited. She is the pastor of the Lutheran Church in Prince Rupert. And welcome. Thank you for, for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> so because I like to take over, I'm going to take over. Um, I would love to hear your story of how you came to Prince Rupert and where your roots are and just a little bit about you to start off with. Alrighty. Um, I am from South Carolina originally in the Southern US. Um, we're on the Atlantic coast. I lived about a, a two hour drive from the beach. Um, so I haven't always been a pastor before well I've done a lot of things I was a vocational rehabilitation counselor at a state psychiatric hospital oh, wow and then for 25 years I did ultrasounds of hearts and arteries and veins I was an echo tech but I had a number of shoulder surgeries from that from work related injuries and so I knew that I couldn't continue that but I come from a long line of Lutheran pastors my dad was a pastor. My grandfather was a pastor. My great-grandfather was a pastor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, it's the family business. <laughs> awesome. But, you know, growing up, growing up when I did, there weren't many female pastors. It had only been allowed. Well, in fact, it was allowed after I was born. Um, so I had never even considered that. But after my second surgery, I was like, um, I'm not going to be able to retire from this at a grand old age. Mm -hmm. What else can I do? And so started just looking, who am I? Where am I being called to go? What, what's going on? Anyhow, so I ended up uh, working full time and going to seminary, which is a four year program. Um, so I finished up in eight years. <laughs> and part of the part of that is a year long internship. Okay. Because I finished at an odd time because I was taking, you know, 
a class here and a class there, uh, I ended up finishing on the off semester from most internships. So I started looking everywhere. Where can I find an internship that will fit so that I don't have to take an eight month job and then, you know, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. There happened to be a visiting professor from the Lutheran Seminary in Saskatoon at my seminary. Oh, wow. And she knew of a place that had had many interns, but didn't currently have one. Hmm. And it was right here in Prince Rupert. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And so she said, I hear you're interested in a January to January internship. How far are you willing to go? And I should have known right there. <laughs> so I left my family and I came up here to Prince Rupert's for the year 2015. Mm -hmm. And I lived just across the street at the at the funeral home. <laughs> wow, okay. There are apartments over the funeral home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, and so, and then I left and I thought, well, I'll never go back there again. And then the church that I was ordained to ended up closing after about a year and a half. And the pastor here at St. Paul's Lutheran, Jim Whaley, mm -hmm. retired. And the people here called me to come back and be their pastor full time. Oh. Wow. And so I've been here for just over three years now. And I did bring my husband and my dog this time. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of the family is still down in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. do, you, do you get to go see visit your other family? Well, I guess not so much lately, but were you able to before? No, not lately. Um, I have been back twice, um, once for our daughter's graduation from college, George and I both went back. My husband's George, he works down at Seasport. Um, so, but that was really soon after we got here. So we both went down and came back and brought the girls with us. And so we have two girls. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went down again about a year and a half ago for my mother's 80th birthday. So, and now we can't go anywhere. So, but we Zoom. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness for Zoom, hey, and the internet. Um, one of the things I noticed just since you've come to Prince Rupert is, is you have been super inclusive right away um, with, your, with your ministry and from the pastor's public, um, which I'm not too sure if that started um, before COVID, I think it did, like maybe where you were down at a local place, um, coffee shop, but why are you so inclusive? Like what, what, what's the story there? Like, I, I really enjoy seeing the things that you do, even your billboard when I walk past, um, there's always something new up there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Whew. Well, that's a whole kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> A <laughs> lot of things, a lot of things. Um, I come from a family, uh, from a family of ministers who have been increasingly inclusive from a long time ago. Um, there's a story that my great-grandfather actually uh, preached um, a sermon to, to the, the synod, which is a, a large region 
um, for in favor of women's suffrage. My grandfather um, was in Alabama at the time of like Martin Luther King and all of that. And he preached integration and had death threats. Wow. My dad, similar thing. In fact, um, my dad's congregation when I was in my teens was the first church, Lutheran church in South Carolina to become a reconciling in Christ congregation, which means that they are intentionally affirming and welcoming to LGBTQ plus community, as well as uh, black, white, you know, uh, everything. Wow. Um, and so it, it's been, you know, my mother, my mother was a nurse. So I've grown up in, you know, just knowing all kinds of people. Um, and God made all kinds of people and he made us so that we, well, I say he, mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> because we revert back to that he, because that's what we've always heard. But God is without gender and with all genders. And so, but I catch myself sometimes, you know, it's a learning and growing process. Um, so God made us to love different people, depending on who we are and how we were made and what we are called to do is to care for one another in committed relationships, as well as in our families and friendship groups. Amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. It's it's very amazing. It's very it, and it's nice to see. You know, like it, it's it's nice to know um, that you're so welcoming. Have you noticed um, like the ministry has has become more online? Um, wh what's the impact been for your your congregation? Um as far as inclusivity or as far as being online or the combination thereof? Maybe the combination, <laughs> sorry. That's okay, just wanna clarify. Yeah. Um, so let's make it as broad as possible. Um, <laughs> the congregation here has always considered themselves to be inclusive. Okay. Now we, we grow into that a little more, you know, 20 years ago, inclusivity meant one thing, 10 years ago, it meant something else. And, and we grow and we learn, hopefully. I push a few boundaries here and there. <laughs> <laughs> you may have noticed, you may not have noticed, but um, so the majority of people here at St. Paul's are very welcoming, very inclusive. A lot of the people here want to work on what it means to be affirming and inclusive because they want to do all that, but they're not sure exactly what it means and how they might respond in certain situations. Right. And, and that's 
one of the reasons why we've been doing some of the things that we're doing. We're getting ready to um, do a well, book study devotional on a book called Queer's the Word, a 40-day devotional for LGBTQ plus Christians. Um, and of course, we welcome all people, allies, as well as the LGBTQ community to that. Um, it will be family friendly. I mean, you know, a lot of straight people think that anytime you talk about LGBTQ issues, you're going to talk about things that happen in the bedroom. But, but right. we know that LGBTQ issues are about what kind of coffee you like best and, you know, how you're going to get the kids off to school in the morning and what you're going to make for the hundredth dinner in a row. But, you know, um, so it's those things. It's, it's kind of saying, who are we as people of God? How do we get together? Um, and I think being online with worship is allowing people who may have been very scared to enter the doors of oh, the church yeah. to now be a little stealthy and maybe just listen in and and see what it means does that pastor really slip in some of the clobber passages and you know <laughs> because it takes a long time to feel safe when you have been told for all of your life that god can't love you right mm -hmm. sure. and i'm here to say God loves you. <laughs> and, and sometimes I screw up, you know. Well, we all do, right? We, we do. All, we all make mistakes. I, you know, I've been out for a long time, knew I was gay at a young age, and I still make mistakes, so. Well, yeah. and when you're a lesbian, that doesn't mean that you understand what it means to be transgender. Mm, totally me being straight, <clears throat> clueless about a lot of things, you know, but if we don't talk about it, how are we going to learn? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. Con con okay, considering, okay, Canada's supposed to be like this um, open-minded kind of, you know, inclusive community, but I think in a, in a, a town like Prince Rupert, like your version of an inclusivity is much different than, you know, um, another church that's in town that considers themselves to be inclusive. So I think it's amazing for you for, for me to hear exactly what, um, not so much what you offer, but yeah, like what you offer or what you're talking about, willing to talk about, because it's, you know, like for a couple of seconds there, like while you were talking, I've, I felt like kind of like tearing up because it's so cool to to actually feel that acceptance. And, you know, there's, like you had said, there's a lot of people who are too scared to put their toe in the water for, for to explore their spirituality or their connection to a higher being or, you know, the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. So it's, um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you're here <laughs> to talk about this. Well, in both Russell and I, like I grew up uh, going to the United Church and 
and Russell grew up going to church too. And, and I think it's just great to see a church in the community that is pushing the boundaries that, you know, is putting it out there that all are welcome. Um, I also think um, it's great to reach out to people, like you said, who may not be able to physically attend church right now, but can, can listen in. Like I've enjoyed your Facebook sermons and, and that, you know, you're going live and, and stuff. And it's great. It's great to listen to on a Sunday morning while you're doing what you, you need to do. And, and I also think too, for our young people, you know, to know that God does love them. And if they want to join in, there's, there's opportunities here, right? Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think Russell, one of the things that you said, um, there are a lot of churches, a lot of groups that say we're welcoming, and then and 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 it gets our hopes up, and we go in, and and they say, oh, we love the sinner, we hate the <laughs> sin, and wait, <laughs> what does that mean? Um, and we know that loving who you love is not the sin. Um, but we got to have that definition. What do you mean when you say that you're welcoming? Right. Are you affirming or do you want us to come so that then you can change us or, you know, where exactly right. on this, on this thing are you? And so you got to call a thing, a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll do my, you know, I can never say that if you come to this church, you will be 100% loved and encouraged and nobody will ever say anything bad to you because sometimes I say stuff and then I go back later and I think, what did I just say? <laughs> you know, and, and not just what I said, but how did somebody else hear it? Right. Because my intent can be marvelous. Mm -hmm. But the impact on you can be devastating. For sure. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're, we're hopefully, we're all learning and growing in that. And we can start to hear ourselves. Um, how, how you're um, presenting your, 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 um, your teachings or like how inclusive you are, where, like, where you are from in the States, is there this kind of opportunity as well? Or is it like what stage or do you know what I mean? Like, Okay. Um, the South is very conservative. Sure. But you will find different churches are at different places. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Some of them are willing to hear and learn and grow. Some of them are not. Sure. The Lutheran Church, and in in the United States, uh, our sister organization is the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Up here, we are the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada, so the ELCIC. Mm -hmm. There are other bodies of Lutherans who view things much differently than we do. There are those Lutherans in Canada who are 
much more conservative, much less willing to look at humanity <laughs> in a loving way, the way that I understand God to be able to look at us. Um, so it's scary, but you gotta, you gotta try each church. If you're looking for something in some body that's going to be loving and caring and, and do their best, sometimes you gotta risk being hurt because you just don't know until you get there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's the same up here as it is down there. Okay. People, people change their blinders. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the book club that you're going to be starting? Um, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or... Um, maybe for some people listening in who, who don't have um, maybe a big background growing up in church, um, you're going to do the book club around Lent or during Lent? Yes. Yes. Okay. From that perspective. Okay. That's easier. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes questions just go whoosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So as a Christian and as a Lutheran, which is a more liturgical, a more formal um, denomination, there are certain seasons in the church here. Mm. You know, we think of Christmas and Easter and those kinds of things, but there's more to the church here from our perspective. Um, so the 40 days accepting Sundays leading up to Easter is the season of Lent. Mm -hmm. It's a season of repentance. It's a season of uh, taking time to figure out who we are and where, I won't say where we failed, but where God is leading us to do something new with our lives. A lot of times we think of, oh, Lent is a time I'm supposed to give up something. Right. I'm supposed to give up, you know, caffeine or. That. I'm like, what yeah. do I give up? What do I give yeah. up? <laughs> I already gave up sugar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just lately, we've been looking at not just what I can give up, but maybe what I can take on. Maybe for my Lenten discipline, I can start working uh, with the Sally Ann to help feed people who need to be fed. Maybe I can start... Um, tithing to my church, giving 10% of my, of, of my income. Maybe I can start cleaning out my house of all of the clothes that I'm not wearing because I've gained too much weight to fit into them doing, <laughs> during COVID, you know, <laughs> just a little thing like that. But um, to take on a discipline for that 40 days, to try to move into more of what we feel God calling us to be. And so this devotional, because it's centered around 40 days, um, it lends itself well, and it may have intentionally been set up this way, but it didn't have to be. It's just a 40 day period of looking at who we are, who we're called to be as God, how we are loved, how we can be nurtured in 
community. And, and I think the main thing is hopefully centering the LGBTQ community instead of centering heterosexuality and tangentially saying something to include the lesbians or to include, you know, <laughs> but to come from a place of, we are the norm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I will say real quickly, 40 in the Bible, the symbology of 40 means as long as it takes. So like the Israelites wandered for 40 years in the desert, really they wandered for as long as it took. Okay. Jesus was out in the desert with the devil for 40 days. He was out there as long as it took. Gotcha. So, cool. so much it's not so just the 40 days that you're trying to figure this out. It's it's as long as it takes for you to have that conversation with yourself and with your other people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. More of a journey, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The whole, the whole theme of, you know, we're all still learning, we're, we're all changing, like all throughout our lives. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's very calming. <laughs> I think have, so. Have you had a lot of... Um, people kind of come to you with their kind of um, coping with COVID? Like, do you have like any advice for people who have kind of um, hit a wall with, with everything that's going on um, or something along those lines? <laughs> advice. Um, I mean, the main thing is I think to stay as connected as you can be. Right. And and for some people, it's much more difficult. Um, I've had people, uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know, we, we have Zoom meetings. We do this and that. Oh, I don't do Zoom, yeah. but I'm so lonely. <laughs> it's like, Zoom is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I can't hug you. Right. I can't hold your hand. You know, we can't be in the spa same space together and sing. I love to sing. Mm -hmm. But we can't do that because we're protecting each other. Right. But we can use what we have, you know, maybe even going back to writing little notes to one another, you know, yeah. sometimes when we feel at our worst to do something for someone else, can, can help us look at our own situation differently. So when you're feeling really bad, maybe think of the person you love the most who, who you'd like to be with and pull out a piece of paper and just write, I'm thinking of you, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm holding you in my arms and my thoughts from a distance. <laughs> yeah. and, and it makes a connection. We're not physically present together but I, on a spiritual level on an emotional level we draw closer to one another just by holding one another in our thoughts and our prayers intentionally mm -hmm. yeah. we've been giving space for that yeah even even um 
you know, Russell and I were talking before we came on with you, just how lucky we are to live in this time where we have the internet, where right now, you know, I never thought a year ago, um, this is, you know, we're into our third season of our podcast and I never thought we would be Zooming um, each other, but at least we can do it, right? And at least we have the technology and I know it's not the same, but, you know, and for people who don't Zoom or the FaceTiming and, and stuff like that, like I think, we're very lucky to have these these days right now. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Christine, you were um, saying something earlier about what I do, the pastor's public. I did start out at Java mm-hmm. um, every Wednesday from 930 to 1130. And I would just have a table. Mm-hmm. And whoever, uh, I have a little sign homemade sign that I set on the table that says the pastor is public um here to talk or to drink coffee or to pray or whatever you need um and it was it was really hard when COVID started because because you have to be intentional to go on a zoom meeting and some people are very scared of zoom meetings because they've heard that Mm -hmm. bad things have happened on them and they have Mm -hmm. Um, but, but it's still a venue. Um, and, and I would love for more people to come on to, to that zoom, to just be able to, that it's a connection, a point of connection. Um, do I want to get back to that table down at Java every Wednesday? Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, for one thing, because the coffee is great and and the (laughs) breakfast sandwiches, but you know, (laughs) that's beside the point. But but everybody passes through there Mm -hmm. and people would see me who, again, would never darken my door, but, um, but they might reach over and, and grab my business card, you know, Mm -hmm. and they would see me out and realize that pastors don't live and work in an ivory tower mm-hmm. we are we're part of the community mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who you know I'm, I'm not going out there trying to steal mm-hmm. congregants from other pastors or anything like that there are so many people in Prince Rupert and the surrounding areas that are looking for for something more mm-hmm. um and and they don't, maybe they didn't grow up in a church. Maybe they've heard horrible things about church people, the hypocrites. Oh my gosh, those church people, they're such hypocrites. Yeah, yeah well, so is everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a hypocrite. Yes, I'm a racist. Yes, I, you know, all of those things that we all are. I am those, but I work to break it down as much as I can. And if you see something in me, if you hear me say something and I screw up, call me on it, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we can't see what we can't see. Right. Yeah. I think it's the, Well, and I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Russell. 
I think it's the accessibility that that you <laughs> offer that is very um, much different than any other um, organization such as yours in Prince Rupert that kind of um, may or may not be having that success with other people. Like how you're talking about going to Java or you know, even doing this or your Zoom meetings or Zoom counseling or what have you. Like I don't hear a lot of other uh, organizations offer the same thing. So I think the accessibility that you are exploring is definitely very welcoming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and right now, I, <laughs> I, I think times are, are a bit tenser too. And, and I even have to remind myself to, to be kinder and, and be super calm and, and look at solutions instead of attacking people, which is so easy to do. And now that we have, you know, COVID and in our little community and, and people are on edge even more, um, you know, just the reminders for myself to just stay calm and, and talk and, and talk to other people. And, and like you said, reaching out, you know, via zoom or, or other ways, it, it's great. Phone Even or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just, to listen, just to listen to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has your ministry, has your membership increased? Like, like, do you, with COVID, with being online, do you think after this is all over, will you still do the online sermons? Will you still be available by, by Zoom? Um, I listened to, a, I think it was on CBC, about how some of the ministries around Canada and in the U.S. have their, their um, populations have increased. And I wonder, will that still continue virtually, I guess, is my long-winded question. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> um, we certainly plan to continue our our virtual the virtual aspect of our ministry, even when we can get back mm -hmm. um, in person. Um, yes, for those people who are joining us for the first time, but also finding out after the fact, that we should have been doing this all along because we had some long-standing parishioners here who, because of age, because of some chronic illnesses, mm -hmm. can't come to worship. I, I have one dear parishioner um, who is so excited. They're like, Pastor, before I could only come to worship maybe one Sunday a month because there are some days that I just can't move or, you know, to come to church, it's too cold or it's too hot or I can't move around or I can't get comfortable. She's like, I haven't missed a Sunday since you've been online because I can get in my comfy chair and if I get too hot, I can take the blanket off. If I get too cold, I can put the blanket on. I can stop and go to the bathroom if I need to, you know, <laughs> all those things that would keep me from being fully present if I had to come to the church. Mm -hmm. um, and, and certainly for those people who have found us online, 
whether for the first time or maybe they used to be members here and you know they they found out about us and thought they would listen in we have some people who are worshiping with us in arizona that's nice. awesome <laughs> you know and and there are a lot of places in canada go figure who don't have a church in their community or even if they have a church in their community they they're not online yeah or mm -hmm. their their preferred church yes yes because there are a lot of communities that don't have an inclusive affirming congregation in mm -hmm. their area mm -hmm. um we are we're not officially affirming um mm -hmm. Our, our plan is to begin working on that, but we need a core group of energized people <laughs> and nobody is energized right now for anything, right. you know, um, whether for work or for church or for, you know, anything. Um, but there is, there's a plan, um, the, the reconciling in Christ people uh, have a plan that you work through and you talk about things and you have discussions and learning about those clobber passages in the Bible and what they really mean or what they might mean and how we can look at those so that we can get over what our grandparents told us about what God thinks about people, you know, mm -hmm. well, I was told when I was five that this is how things were and that's the way it is. Well, if I'm 56 and I my spiritual growth hasn't changed from what I heard when I was five, maybe I need to look at that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a great, yeah, great statement. <laughs> I'm feeling really at peace right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awfully glad. <laughs> so where will our listeners, if they're interested, or or anyone, be able to find um, the queers? Queer is the word. Queer's the word. Book club. <laughs> um, we will be on Zoom. Okay. Um, I people can get in touch with me. Okay. They can PM me. Um, I hate to put the Zoom link, you know, like out to everybody because. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There may be people who would not have the best intentions of coming and joining us. Um, yeah. But so the, the Facebook for the church here is St. Paul's Lutheran, comma, Prince Rupert. Okay. Um, they can PM there. They can PM me. Um, I have a confidential email address here for the church is pastor, the number two, STP, like St. Paul, pastor to STP at gmail.com. Um, you can call the church. On our Facebook page, I um, post a link to our bulletin, and the link is live in the bulletin. All that to say, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Just get in touch with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One way or the other. So, and um, on Facebook, I am right now, it's Rev Diana Edis, mm -hmm. E-D-I-S. It's a weird name. 
my husband's, you know, but I've kept him for this long. May as well keep the name. <laughs> no, it's perfect. And um, I really appreciate how accessible everything is, you for know, sure. for for the public and, and members and, and yeah, so. I mean, the one thing for Zoom is if you don't want, you can turn your video off. You can just have the audio, you can phone in, you know, um, mm -hmm. you can just listen. You can, it's very, very diverse in that regard, so. Absolutely, and and that's especially for this devotional, um, the Queer's the Word, if, if you're not sure where you stand or you're not sure of your own self understanding mm -hmm. and you just want to see what it's about, come on, blank your name out, shut your camera. Um, yeah. We're, we're not here to out anybody. We're not out to hurt anybody. We're out to show the love of God. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. We're awesome. Um, thank you so much for for joining us today and yes. um, sharing, you know, your your views and and your word and stuff. And and I really hope um, people join in on the book club and and take part in this. Thanks. Me too. <laughs> and keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> Nobody's run me out of town on a rail yet. <laughs> well, I, I can't wait until you can actually, you know, um, be more accessible, like in person, like how you're saying, because it would be amazing just to to have that option here in Prince Rupert again. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But call me if you need somebody to talk to. I'm here. Fantastic. We will. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. It's not raining, so enjoy that weather. <laughs> Y'all too. Thank you for having me. It's been Anytime. good. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.